And good Saturday morning to you. And uh, during these crazy days, uh, are you starved for sports like a lot of people? Well, not if you're a fisherman or hunter, because it's about all we've got as far as sports, if you want to call fishing and hunting sports. Well, question for you. Did you get out and fish Good Friday? Good Friday is uh, known as one of the most popular fishing days. That and the day after Thanksgiving are two very, very popular Fridays to fish. And I know a lot of you did get out there, and we've got some great reports to share with you coming up a little bit later on. We'll hope that you'll share yours with us. Also, have you done any turkey hunting yet this season? If you have and you've been successful, don't forget, uh, you got to validate those tags. No matter what state you're in, if it's a tag state, you've got to not only put the tag on the bird before it leaves the kill area, you also have to validate it by going online or calling it in within 72 hours. Uh, today, probably a chance to get out and do either. Tomorrow, not so much. Wait till you hear our Coastal Marine forecast. Another question for you, and we'd like you to answer these questions for us at 870-870. That's our communication line with the listeners. You can text us, instant text messages. We can't receive any videos or, or pictures, but certainly love your reports and your hellos and your questions and comments. But my question is, you received your Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries slash LSU Ag Center waterfowl hunter survey. Well, interesting questions on it. I completed mine and sent it in and encourage you to do the same thing. They're asking questions about what do you prefer as far as how many splits during the season, what zones and what geographic locations, hunting dates that you prefer, late or early seasons. And for the first time, I've seen a question asked about uh, the Mexican whistlers, the whistling ducks that we see so prevalent, especially along the coastal area during teal season, and asking, would you prefer to see them listed in the open season? Another very interesting question, and I can't wait to see the answers, are they asked to rate uh, the 10 choices of what you think has mostly affected the annual fall and winter migration of waterfowl. And I think I can tell you, judging from the audience and the unofficial polls that I've done on this show, what the answers to that are going to be. Anyway, we'll talk more about that in the coming weeks and months, long way before the opening of duck season. But it will be decision time for the commissioners. Uh, Every five years, we set our season dates, zones, and splits, and that's going to be done in short order. Well, you know, in, in 30, in, this is my 31st year doing this show, and, and I'm not surprised to tell you that this week, like every post-opening weekend of turkey season, several citations have been handed out. This week is no exception. Uh, there's so many alleged violators. I had to list the bad boys by category, violation categories. We've got a big story to tell you about coming up a little bit later on. Also some fishing reports. Some of the highlights are going to be the freshwater fishing has really reached its peak along the Gulf Coast and we're going to get some reports on that. Again though probably better for today in the early part of next week. Tomorrow looks like a washout but we'll tell you about where those cropolet as Ryan Lambert calls them are and also Eric Mohabarak's got a tip on catching some of the rare elusive pompano. Tell you where to do that. Also uh, good news for you uh, charter Cable and Spectrum subscribers who uh, no longer were able to watch Bayou Wild on those channels. We do have the return of that coming on. I'll give you the dial numbers where you can catch that. Don't forget, Texas 870-870. Coastal Marine forecast looks like this. About a 30% crack at rain today. South winds 15 to 20. Three to five foot offshore. Going to be bumpy if you're headed out there. Tomorrow, definitely put the circle with the line through it. South winds 25 to 30 knots. Up to 10-foot seas, 80% chance of rain. Not a pretty picture for you Easter Sunday. 
Inshore today, southeast 10-15, going to be choppy conditions. And for tomorrow, another washout, unless you're going to be fishing in a rain suit on a small pond or bayou. South winds 20 to 25 knots on the inside and even rough conditions on some of the interior lakes and bays. I'm sure they'll be putting up a small craft advisory for sure. Average tide range, a lot of water moving, 1.3. Mississippi River, 16.9 feet and still a little bit on the rise. The spillway is open, as many of you are aware, diverting Mississippi River water into the Pontchartrain and Lake Bourne estuaries. Gotten to be a habit of doing that. Coming back after this, we start our fishing reports, and we'll share some of our text messages coming in at 870-870. And you know what, you hunters and fishermen? I know you got your freezer well stocked. You don't have to go shopping at those groceries and wait in line. You got it right at home. We'll be back after this. All right, if you're trying to sneak a little fishing trip in before that bad weather system gets in here tomorrow, let's talk to Robbie Campo and see what is going on down at Shell Beach at Campo's Marina. Robbie, good morning. How's things down on the beach? Well, Don, I tell you, we had a pretty good week down here this week, uh, this past week. Uh, a lot of fish caught, a lot of nice boxes came in uh, right closer in, in and around the lake here on the eastern shoreline. Um, you know, for the guys that like to fish by the long rocks, they caught fish out there. They caught fish up in uh, over in up in the Biloxi Marsh, kind of in that Christmas Camp Lake area. That was turned on pretty good. Yesterday, you know, we had that front come through. Uh, the wind blew out of the north yesterday. Um, didn't catch a whole lot of fish yesterday. Um, the water came up really, really high. Even even the guys tried to go catch redfish. You know, the water was up in the grass, and you know it didn't it didn't play out like as planned. But today. Uh, the wind is back out of the east right now. Um, I just looked at the buoy just before I called you. Uh, it's blowing at 13 knots out of the east, but I still think the eastern shoreline of Lake Bourne by St. Marlowe, Jankies, um, you know, Bayou Sioux going down the wood by Biloxi or False Mouth that way would be pretty productive this morning if the water's not too dirty from yesterday, um, which I, I, I think that's going to be your best shot, um, for you know, fishing at Lake Barn is going to be on that eastern shoreline. Uh, over in the Lake Robin area, Lake Robin out of East Bayou up to Lake Coquille was was pretty good this week. Um, caught fish at Pass Fernandez and Lake Machias. So fishing all in all, over on the De- I, I even have a Delaco report, a couple of Delaco reports. It did great over there in the, in the Delaco area. So uh, you know, with that said. We do have, you know, do have a lot of speckled trout being caught. Um, just uh, keep this in mind. I got to, I got to give you the live bait update, Don, really quick. We have live bait on hand. We've probably got six or seven thousand maybe on hand. Um, I spoke with David Dixon over at uh, at uh, Bait Inc. They have probably around the same thing. Um, and Tony Kutcher, which is friendly fisherman, they uh, old golf out the marina. They have the same thing. Serenades has bait at Delacro Island. <clears throat> Hopedale, if you're coming down here and you're going to go fish out of Hopedale, they do not have bait yet. So um, keep this in mind, people. If you're coming to go fish Hopedale, you're going to have to stop either at Paris Road or make a left at the bridge and come see us to get bait this morning. Um, uh, and I, and Don, I'll, if it's okay, I'll leave my phone. I'll leave the phone number here, so people could call and check. But make some phone calls, people. If you're coming in a little bit late, or if you're coming from that North Shore or whatever, 
make a phone call because um, I hate to see people come down here and not get it. So uh, with that said, um, you know, but fishing all in all was pretty doggone good this week. And um, I, I think today is probably going to be the last day to catch some fish before the before the monsoon comes, <laughs> we're supposed to have, uh, you know, a lot of wind and rain for tomorrow. Uh, Easter's not going to be sunny, I don't believe. So uh, just, you know, uh, um, we're all going to be open tomorrow morning for, you know, for Easter Sunday, but I don't think people are going to, you know, be able to get out and go do anything in a 30-knot wind. I don't recommend it anyway. So, um you know, like I said, you know, so that's our official report for the week, Don. It was it was pretty good, you know. So you're coming out here. I think today's going to be your last chance to get it for a day or so, you know, before this, you know, so the stuff straightens back out. Right. <clears throat> Rob, I got two questions for you before you go. Number one, uh, was yesterday, Good Friday, known as one of the most popular fishing days. How did it rank against other Good Fridays in light of people being off work and with their kids and kind of stir crazy at home getting out? And number two, have you got any reports on the progress of the Mississippi River water as far as Lake Bourne yet? Well, I, I could tell you, let me start with Good Friday. Good Friday was all, is always good, and we did have a lot of families out fishing yesterday, Don. Um, and I've seen a lot more families fishing. I think I told, might have told you this last week, you know, instead of, uh, you know, Tom, Joe, and Bob in a boat, I've been seeing a lot of mom, dad, and kids in the boat, uh, you know, getting out and just, you know, I guess people just going nuts sitting in a house, um, uh, you know, and, and which is a good thing with the social distancing thing that we have to do now. Um, you know, so that, that was a good thing. And yes, we did have a lot of people out yesterday, uh, didn't catch a whole bunch of fish, but you know, nevertheless, they did come out. So, um, as far as the, as far as the river water goes, um, I don't think that it made uh, Lake Bourne yet. Um, I, I haven't heard. Of, uh, I know it's it's, you know, but I did. I, I don't know if you saw. I'm sure you have. The algae booms have already started on the North Shore in the Mandeville area. But I think that water was from Pearl River, if I'm not, you know, I, I'm pretty sure that was Pearl River water. But they did have algae blooms on the North Shore already. Um, I have p- spoke with people that went over there and actually seen it and said, oh, yeah, it's 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 fluorescent green. So uh looks like antifreeze. So, it, it, so it's, that's happening already. You know, water 75 degrees, things are starting to warm up. So I guess it don't take much to make that stuff kick off. But the new river water coming out of the spillway, no, it, it didn't make it here yet. But I suspect that it'll be about, oh, maybe another two weeks, maybe I guess. You know, and, it'll, and it should be here. But I'm going to keep up on that. Believe me. Well, maybe we can get it closed before it, it actually gets a, a real foothold over that way, and you know, get a couple of nice southeast strong wind pushes to push some good salt, clean water in, and mix it up and. Might be all right on that. Well, Robbie, listen, give your phone number out, and, of course, I'm on the 7, so text me as soon as you run out of bait and give us updates on the other places, too, because a lot of people are coming down there and expecting it, and it's one of the things we can do to help right. them out. So if they, give me your number so they can call you on the way down if they want to get a, an answer on a bait situation. Well, you can call us at area code 504-239-6377. And, like I said, make, make sure you make some phone calls because I – you know, if we get the big bunch of people come like we've been having every day, you know, it's going to it's gonna go. And I don't, like I said, I don't want to see anybody without any bait. So 
And we do have other places that do have bait. And if you're going to Delacroix, Serenades has bait. I tried calling uh, Sweetwater this morning, but all I got was an answering machine. Uh, I tried to. I, I was trying to call them yesterday, but I got busy with around here running around like a chick with my head cut off. So <laughs> I had much time to do anything yesterday, Don. But uh, like I said, so if you um, and and uh, one other thing, if you want to pick up a sack of live crawfish. When you're going home, my son has live crawfish here, so uh, sacks of live crawfish and dial 75 a pound. You get to grab a sack on your way out and take them home with you. So we do have some. We, we you can have some fish and crawfish tomorrow. So oh, sounds good. Want. Yep, dollar 75 right. a pound. The price is right for sure. Thank you, Robbie. Appreciate yep. it. All right, all right, buddy. Talk hey. to you next week. Next Bye-bye. week. Robbie Campo, Campos Marina at Shell Beach. Yeah, when we come back after this, I'm going to tell you what my Easter menu, what does outdoors people eat on Easter? Got that coming up for you. I'd like to hear what your Easter menu is. 870 is our text line. I'll share some of those messages coming in. we got more fishing reports, turkey talk, waterfowl survey stuff, lots to talk about on this Saturday morning. We're back after all right, we have a lot more fishing reports coming up. Jeff Brule's going to give us a really good freshwater fishing report, kind of reaching its peak. But, again, this weekend, not the best to get out. Uh, probably a little bit better next weekend. A lot of you have some extra time and got the kids home and going fishing and keeping your distance and socially distance is, uh, is a great idea. Darrell Carpenter's going to update us. Uh, Grand Isle is still closed to town, but the fishing is still open in that area. Mike Gallo will check in with us, and we also have Captain Eric Mohabarak going to tell us about that spot where you can go catch a few Pompano, and of course, the, the plastic man, Ryan Lambert, down in Buras at Cajun Fishing Adventures. All those guys still to come. I got you uh, replying to me on the text board. Here's one says, Good morning, Don. I'm taking the big rig to Florida. Seems people can't get enough of that toilet paper. <laughs> Thanks for the show. That's the river rat. Yeah, I never did get the deal with this toilet paper. That is way low on my list of priorities during the pandemic, I can tell you that. All right, Justin, he's down in the Gentilly Wildlife Refuge. The birds are hyperactive. Might be this weather. Uh, he saw his first ibis fly over in two years, and he said, where y'all been? Well, Justin, ibis love crawfish. Unless you got crawfish there in, in the refuge right around your immediate area, they're probably out there and enjoying them. They don't even take time to boil them. And here's the perennial question we get every week. Any fish along the causeway? They're better under the bridge than on the causeway. But I will tell you this, uh, with that river water impending, mm, you better be prepared to catch maybe some catfish and striped bass in the Lake Pontchartrain for the next several weeks. Uh, Kirby tells us he's from the Baton Rouge area. He's going crabbing in Pointe-a-Chene. Pointe-a-Chene. I'll tell you what, you better get your crabs while the getting is good. I heard a report yesterday because of the fresh water uh, curtailing the, the crabbing. They are gone this Easter weekend for $40 a dozen for the big ones. Whew, that's pretty high. I never thought I'd ever see that price on crabs. All right, four weeks ago, uh, this is another text. I mentioned that the rib, the rib and I were coming to the camp in Bayou Road to quarantine, and we'll find out just how much we – oh, the rib, I get it, the wife – Adam's rib, yeah, okay, I'm a little slow on that one. Just how much we love each other. <laughs> Here we'll find out what Easter's really all about. Oh, that's from another one. Let's see. Uh, we're still quarantined. Nobody dead yet. LOL, I guess she really does love me. Happy Easter, everyone. Make time to get into the Bible and find out what Easter is really about. 
All right, uh, don't forget if you're going out, um, and again, I want to dispel some of this fake news that's out there. There are people, you know, you got to be careful on social media. People are putting out information that hunting and fishing is closed down. Uh, There's some areas that because of high water or because of the close proximity of people that they have chosen to close and infrastructure has shut down, but the actual activities of fishing and hunting, they are not closed and they will continue open some of the state wildlife management areas uh, elmer's island is closed due to the covid but um, for the most part you're welcome to go and continue to hunt and fish as normal but make sure you get your license because uh, like some of the people you're going to hear about later on in our bad boys you don't want to end up there not a good place to be doing any time particularly doing a quarantine all right we'll be right back after this more outdoor stuff to talk about send us a text tell us who you are where you are and what you got going on on this saturday morning 870-870 is where you do that and we'll be back right after these very important messages from our sponsors all right resuming our text uh, board messages we've got uh let's see the tomato lady and she's uh had, she's had a special treat this week fried perch on the bone heading to covington they're going to sell some of those tomatoes they have a grab and go style market to keep uh the the, uh, social distancing in mind uh she says keep safe and fish on well let me tell you tomato lady um fried perch i love the taste of perch very sweet but i'm not a fan of eating it on the bone and i know a lot of people that's the only way they like it because they say it's still sweeter but i just don't like dealing around those bones and i've got a phobia about swallowing fish bones Uh, not a good prospect anyway to each his own uh, here's another one says uh, the best crawfish prices for this time of year balled yesterday at a dollar eighty a pound got a venison roast thawing for Easter dinner that's from Bo well Bo sounds good to get that venison roast let me tell you what my Easter menu will consist of tomorrow how about uh, wild turkey nuggets dipped in hot honey uh, stuffed whole fried flounder a la Frenier landing chef Joe Boudreau uh, soft shell crab deep fried venison boudin and venison atamales i'm not even going to mention the sides because they're boring how about that now that is a sportsman's easter dinner what are you having on your easter menu 870 870 is where you can send us a text all right let's see i got some more of these coming in let me catch up with it a little bit sometimes it's hard to keep track of these they come in pretty quick uh what is that location in lacombe that many go crabbing off a small dock that's from jeff uh jeff uh, I'll tell you what, let me take this quick station identification pause, and I'll come back and tell you about that crabbing spot in Lacombe. Right after we let our local stations tell you who they are and where they are along the outdoors with Don Dubuque, radio. All right, the text question from Jeff is the location in Lacombe where people go small, crabbing off a small dock. Um, that, I don't know about a dock. There may be a, one or two there, but the, the place that's uh, the hot spot for crabbing in Lacombe is off a of lake road. It's a it's a, a gravel road that extends from Highway 190, which is the, the main drag that runs all along uh, the coastline of Lake Pontchartrain and St. Tammany Parish. And if you go to Bayou Adventures, uh, they're on the corner of, of Lake Road and Highway 190. And just go straight south, and it ends up, you can't go any further. It hits the lake right there. And all along that road, people fish and crab in that bayou. And they're pretty successful there. Some people use nets. Some people use uh, the chicken on a string. I tell you, the, the, the most fun that I've seen anybody have their crabbing is you take a regular little easy-to-operate push-button Zebco reel and or that type and tie a chicken neck onto it. Tie it on there good. 
and then cast it out into the body. You can put a cork on it if you want or no cork, just tight line it. Let the kids throw it out there and let another kid have a, a dip net. And when you feel something tugging on the end, you reel it up real slow, and there's an art to that so that the crab continues to hang on. They don't want to let go of that chicken neck or that fish head real easily. And then you reel it up slow, and when you see the crab coming up, you get the net on. They already have the net in the water because they see that net, sometimes they'll scoot. And just swim the crab over the net and scoop him up. That's an active way to do it. You can do it from a little small flat boat if you want to get out in the bayou, but uh, along that road, it's a pretty extensive roadway, and uh, they do pretty good on catching some crabs there. All right, uh, Glenn is having crawfish. Well, good for you, Glenn. Glad to hear it. A lot of people are going to be balling crawfish. I, I saw lines yesterday, and the people were, you know, these lines can be deceiving because they're six feet apart. So normally people are right on top of one another. But a lot of the seafood uh, delis and markets I passed yesterday had a lot of people lining up, and I'm sure that's what they were going for is the crawfish and crabs too but as i mentioned crabs are, you're not going to get a bargain on crabs right now they're a little bit scarce uh here's a very good reminder just came in on the text board remind people to pick up their trash on lake road keep it nice yeah really and and, and to add to that conversation about lake road and bayou lacombe that is right in the center of the Big Branch National Wildlife Refuge. Uh, You own that as a citizen of this country. It is a national wildlife refuge. There are a lot of activities there. There are boardwalks for hiking. Uh, There's some hunting allowed in the marshy areas, uh, also in the upland areas, but there's some special regulations. Because it is a highly visited area, they have to put in more restrictive regulations than normal state regulations would apply on a wildlife management area and also on private property. So you pick up one of those. They have kiosks all over. Grab one of those. uh, You sign it. It serves as your pass to go in there hunting, and it's proof that you've read and understand the rules that that apply there because there are special times, and some of the areas are off limits to hunting and other activities. But it's got some nice parking areas there. And I I stopped there the other day just because I hadn't been there in a while, and I was passing through, and, Uh, There was a very nice uh, German lady who had just come back to the boardwalk and said it was the first time she had been there, and she thoroughly enjoyed it, and she'd come back. And she was from the city of New Orleans, lived downtown, and didn't get a chance to get out much. So anyway, it's a great place, and there's no charge. It's completely free. That's because you own it. Our National Wildlife Refuge System has a lot to offer, and if you go to southeast Louisiana, National Wildlife Refuge is complex. Just go to the website, and uh, you'll see a whole bunch of them all over South Louisiana and what each has to offer and how to access them and what the rules are. But, again, pick up your trash. And and i got to tell you, Louisiana, when I was a teenager, Louisiana was one of the trashiest places. I mean, just people just dumping garbage and sacks of crawfish heads and bottles and everything on the side of the road. You still see some of that. But, boy, it has gotten a whole lot better, and I'm glad to see that. All right, coming back after this is Jeff Brule. He's got a freshwater fishing report you will not forget coming at you right after this time out on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And our freshwater fishing report with Jeff Brule is a presentation of Berkeley, a division of pure fishing. Uh, They've got the Berkeley line of gulp baits for the sockele, the bass, the inshore, offshore saltwater. Lines of all types, whether you use monofilament, braid, or fluorocarbon, thousands and thousands of fishing accessories, everything from hand scales to catfish flippers to fillet knives. If it's for fishing, Berkeley has it, a division of pure fishing. 
Good morning, Jeff. And uh, it's a shame that you're going to give such an extensive good report about freshwater fishing on the verge of a terrible weekend. Today is probably going to be a little fishable, but tomorrow is going to be out. But Monday and Tuesday are better. So for people that want to catalog the information, uh, let's start off with the, the white perch socolet cropolet, as uh, Ryan Lambert calls them. What you got? Oh, I've been wearing them out. I've been rocking them pretty good on Chipuncta. Yeah, some trips I've caught over 50. And, of course, that's a lot of small fish mixed in there. But I've, I've been keeping um, – Sometimes 15 nice fish, and I went yesterday with my cousin Tommy. We had seven, but the, the weather shut us down. We was catching them early in the morning, uh, skipping docks and fishing some canals and some treetops. And then um, once that cool wind and weather came in, it kind of shut everything down. Uh, but uh, overall, I've been catching, you know, five to ten fish off a spot. You know, they spawn in this time of year, so you find an area that has uh, – a few fish in it, and sometimes you can catch a good amount off one area. So you keep moving till you find those hot spots, and when you do, then just slow down. And the carp, and with slow presentation, seems to be my best uh, tactic. They seem like they want that crappie nibble kind of sitting in their face, just not moving very much. And like I said, just keep moving till you find a little hot tree or a dock or something, and you'll catch a num- number of fish off each spot. I saw a lot of good bass pictures on social media this week. What do you know about bass fishing? <clears throat> well, the marshes like the Dela Crow, Chef area, they're producing uh, a lot of numbers, uh, points and grass flats. Uh, you know, choke down areas are good. Texas rigs are kind of the top of the reports that I've been getting. Uh, again, the wind and all that's going to be tough. So you can throw weightless jerk baits over the grass. That's another option that guys tell me they catch catching fish on. Um, on the local rivers, uh, like Tickball and Dance Baho, they said the frog bite's pretty good, uh, real tight to the bank. And then you get out there when the sun comes up and throw some type of shad presentation uh, works for, for these local rivers. And I finally got on the Pearl went this week with a friend of mine, and uh, we, we had a good trip. We caught over 20 bass. Uh, most of the smaller bayous are cleaning up. you got to go up places that – are kind of protected and the river's around 10 feet so it's going to start clearing up but again we're going to get the weather and the rain it's going to probably shoot it back up a little bit but those old goggle eyes starting to show up we actually caught some big ones on some, some spinner baits uh, fishing for bass and sometimes you throw out and you can see your bait wobble from the fish hitting it and that's like the little brim and goggle eye hitting it so that's that should turn on this coming weeks and last into may so that's always a good uh option is to go just brim fishing and goggle eye fishing on the Pearl. Yeah, I love that. I remember one day you and I were on a tributary off the Pearl and wore those goggle eyes out with the pink and uh, black uh, little mini jigs. Catfish and stripers, uh, we're getting, it's cranking up and we're getting into a real prime time for that. Tell us about fishing for those guys. Yeah, the stripers, you know, along with the flatheads, they're all similar, kind of like a salmon. They're going to come back to a spawning ground that they might have been born in or to a spawning area that they know of. And our local rivers are one of those spots. Uh, you know, most of the time the stripers, they catch it by accident. I've got a few pictures of guys sending me. They caught some on the lower Chipuncta. So usually about the top part of May, they start peaking, and you'll be able to catch stripers in Chipuncta and the, the local rivers. And, and pretty much all the rivers along the Gulf of Mexico, they all come out of the Gulf to spawn. The flatheads, they'll go through Lake Pontchartrain. I saw, saw some nice pictures of some tabby cats. Same thing with the blue cats. They're all coming in. So, most anglers set lines, but like the flatheads, they're they're live bait feeders, so you either have to use some kind of live bait, like a crawfish or a small perch, and um, and uh, nighttime feeders too. So sometimes you can go out at night, 
camping and set some lines and catch fish. But uh, just old blue cats, we caught one while we were white perch fishing with those nibbles, and it's a battle on a, you know, one of those crappie rods. But you do that, throw some stink bait out, and you catch blue cats just about any time this time of year. Great eating for an Easter weekend, too, if you can get some. All right, um, let's talk about uh, identifying fish and understanding fish. How important is that? Uh, well, you got you know terms like biology, ichthyology, zoology, and, and all that means is, you know, you've got to learn life cycles of, of the fish plus, you know, the prey they're, they're feeding on, the bait they're feeding on. You know, for example, crawfish kind of bury up in the fall, and sometimes the crawfish lure is not that great. Like right now, you open up your live well, you know, humans are eating crawfish. You open up your live well, it's loaded with crawfish claws where they're spitting up the thing. Shad migrate like the striper. So if you know all that and you kind of put the pieces of the puzzle together, you can understand, you know, what bait to choose, what area the fish form, um, and that that helps you catch more fish. Uh, For example, um, you know, the shad are spawning in the river. So in the morning, I'm throwing prop baits, some kind of shad imitation, because the bass are feeding on the shad if they're not up spawn and then the bass spawns pretty much over within our area but so go to those tactics and then after that you might throw a white spinnerbait as opposed to maybe a darker color spinnerbait and all those things help you catch more fish so if you pay attention to all little details all that'll help you put fish in the boat thanks for the lesson professor good stuff uh bass tournaments shame but uh the coronavirus has pretty much caused a cancellation of most of the big ones huh yeah, I hadn't really gotten any uh, reports of any of this starting up. A lot of the, even like the Friday nights, Thursday night kind of things are um, all been postponed. And, uh, it's just people gathering up at one place at the end of the day. Uh, you know, some of them tried to have drive-through kind of weigh-ins, and that didn't really work too well. So they just got to put them on hold for now and hunker down and stay safe and be healthy. And that way, um, in the long run, we can get back to fishing sooner. Sounds like a good plan. Jeff, thank you so much. Happy Easter to you and the family, and we'll catch up with you next time. All right. Thanks, Don. All right. There's Jeff Brule coming back after this. It's Daryl Carpenter. Yes, the town of Grand Isle is under lockdown. They are closed, but the waters around there are wide open. And for those of you who won't watch the recent Bayou Wild, in fact, last week's show, we were showing you about the comeback of Queen Bess Island with the nesting pelicans. I saw a video yesterday that... The hatch is taking place. Brand new baby pelicans coming out of the eggs on Queen Bess Island. That's a sure sign of spring and a successful conservation program. Coming back after this, Daryl joins us. We'll find out where the fish are in the Grand Isle, Leeville, Golden Meadow, Fouchon areas. That's for you here on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And welcome back into the show. Let's get another fishing report for you. This time we go down to Highway 1 talk to Daryl Carpenter, realscreamers.com. Good morning, Daryl. What's going on down there this weekend? Good morning, Don. Uh, well, it's kind of quiet, almost like it's a December weekend. But, uh, you know, I mean, the the wind's kind of blown and the weather forecast has blown some people off of the water this weekend. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a little bit slow. And I guess rightfully so. You've got a... Uh, 10 or 12 blowing out there right now, and it's supposed to pick up as the day goes on. Um, I, I will tell you that, you know, we were out on the water a couple of days ago, and uh, those south winds as a, and that west wind that's been blowing has been has been blowing some pretty, pretty green water in. Uh, it's trying to clean up a little bit. It's still a little bit murky. Um, there's been some fish down on the island. Uh, there, I think your bigger fish for sure have moved down. Um, problem is you've, you've had such short windows to fish it. 
uh, it's been so daggum windy, especially toward the latter part of the week, that most people have been having to go up north, the people that are, are fishing. Um, now, up north, you're finding a whole lot of, you know, you get up around that Leeville area, any, any place north of there, you're finding big numbers of fish, a whole lot of small ones. We are starting to see our birds work. Uh, birds are working all up and down Bayou Lafouche. Birds are working in the upper bays. There's shrimp jumping everywhere, uh, everywhere, everything from here to, to Lafitte. The shrimp are starting to pop, and they've grown. I mean, the, the shrimp, are, it's been warm enough. The shrimp are good and big. Um, 3640s are bigger, you know, jumping everywhere with, with trout chasing them. So it's just a little bit of a matter of time. I, I think that, you know, we ought to be hitting that crest of that river. We've been getting some of that river water coming out of Southwest Pass. But um, it's just a matter of time to let it clean up a little bit and let it let the weather calm down enough. You're going to find there's fish everywhere. I think, you know, if this was a normal year, you would already be getting reports of all the fish coming over the side of the boat, top waters on the beach on the calm days and, you know, the, the oyster reefs just covered in fish by this time of the year. Daryl, uh, town of Grand Isle is on lockdown, except for you residents can come and go. But uh, as far as people that want to fish near the island, what is the closest launching spot? Because from everything, from what I understand, from Elmer's Island on down is shut down. Well, it, it, it's they closed LA one right at the Paris line, so so any, anybody wanting to fish up and down the road can fish up and down the road. You just got to stop that last bridge before you get to Grand Isle. Um, you can, you know, if you've got a small enough boat, you can launch there. It's still on side the road. There's no no issue there. Um, if, if you're going to fish the marsh area, then probably your closest launch is is in the Leeville area, either the Leeville uh, public launch or there's a couple of paid launches in that area. Uh, if when you get the calm weather, the wind blows out of the north a little bit to where you want to fish the beach, you've always got the Fouchon launch. And both of those are a very short run to Grand Isle. And, and I mean, you can reach everything here. Uh, Sand Isle Marina is still wide open. My God, we've got shrimp coming out of our ears. Um, so, I mean, you can come in, buy your gas, buy your bait, do anything you need here. Um, you know, and, and it's a very, very short run. So, I mean, it's not, a, it's not bad at all. Got it. Dal, anything else before you go, other than uh, beware of that weather tomorrow? It's probably not going to be a good day, but a couple days it should straighten out and get into some really good summertime fishing. And that's what kind of, what we, you know, the, the wind has been so sharp, Don, that, that we've been wanting to go try that beach because I know those fish are out there. But the wind has been so sharp that there just hasn't been an opportunity to go put any time to it. I mean, the croakers we're catching are plenty big enough to use for bait now, so I know those fish are eating them. Very good. Daryl, tell people how they can get a hold of you because charter boat operations are still going on. Tell them if they need to get a trip. And, you know, a lot of people have kids at home looking for something to do, don't own their own boat, but would love to go fishing. Tell them how to reach you. Right, Don. They can find me on your website at dontheoutdoorsguy.com. They can, uh, realscreamers.com. We do the social media thing. Or just pick up the phone. Trust me, we're starving for humor and interaction at this point. Uh, (laughs) 225-937-6288. Those pelicans aren't great uh, neighbors, are they, sometimes? <laughs> they just, they just smell hold it. a two-way conversation. <laughs> I know what you mean. Now, have a good Easter, my friend. We'll see you next week. Have a good Easter, Don. Bye-bye. All right. Happen Daryl Carmen to realscreamers.com. All right, Texter uh, 1998, I'll have your answer for you when we come back after the top of the hour break. 
Also going to tell you what you're going to see, a sneak preview of the Bayou Wild TV feature that's airing this week, and also tell you good news for those of you who are Charter and Spectrum System viewers because uh, we got a couple of channels on there that list uh, that, that carry the show for you on Thursdays and Sundays. We'll tell you about that. Also got fishing reports coming from Captain Eric Mohabarak. Pompano. When's the last time we had a Pompano report? We got one for you. And Ryan Lambert joins us to tell us what's going on in Plaquemines Parish. All that coming up right after this on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network.